<sighs> hey, Kevin. Hey, Ed. Hey, what's uh, you look down? What's going on? Uh, you, well, you know how my my cat died. I had, yeah. to, I had to bury it. I'm sorry. I, well, I buried it in the pet cemetery. Really? Like, yeah. And the worst part is it came back evil. And what did it do? It drank all my milk. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, so annoying. It's funny that you say that though, because uh, you know my son died. Uh huh. And uh, I buried it in the pet cemetery. Oh no. But uh, it's cheaper. And uh, and it came back. Evil. And yeah, uh, yeah, evil. And uh, it drank all my almond milk. Oh, for God's sake! I know the kid can drink lactose. I can't. I'm old. That's and, evil. And man. It's just so disrespectful. It's evil and disrespectful. The worst. Oh, here comes Mike. Mike, what's wrong? Hey guys, I haven't been able to sleep. I buried something up in up at that pet cemetery. Oh, for God's sakes! What? Was it a pet or a son? No, it was a podcast. Which one? The Fort. Uh, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, it won't come back. No, there's no way. If, no, if it, it won't come back, right? If it deserves to be dead, yeah. it'll stay dead. Yeah. No, yeah. it won't. It won't come back. Do you hear something? Wait, I do now. It's getting louder. Do you hear it? It's the fort. It's back. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna get bored to death. No. Oh, I'm slitting my wrist now. Uh, as we speak. Eric, you can't. You evil can't eat my face. You are now entering the fort. Gentlemen, welcome to episode. What episode is this? <laughs> 53. 53 of the Fort Podcast! Woo! Yeah! yeah! 53! Yeah. <laughs> 53! Yeah! Ah, I just got attacked by, by Mike's dog, Lucy. Uh, she, uh, she's drawn by the sounds of my claps. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, she, she likes Ed very much. <laughs> hey, it's been a long time. <laughs> and if you're back and listening to us, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We, some of, we, some we, of us have been really busy, not me. Really busy. Been we've been, busy. we've been, you know, moving and shaking, uh, opportunities, uh, uh, droughts of depression, a little bit of everything, a little bit for everyone. Some, <laughs> sometimes it's sunny outside. Sometimes it's raining. Yep. And it's been raining a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's been very dry in California, Kevin. Uh, I'm talking dry. emotionally. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so, Kevin, Kevin, you were in Europe not too long ago. That's right. Yeah, I went to. Uh, I was. In, I was in Germany in uh, early December and late November for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Smash any Europus? Uh No, but I saw lots of Europus walking around <laughs> in tightly bound up clothes because it's really fucking cold over there. Oh, because okay. <laughs> yeah. you were in. Uh, you were in Eastern Europe. Uh, northern Austria, then Eastern Germany. Wow. And so, what was your favorite, like, parts? Like, do you have nice dinners? And- the food. Yeah. All the sausages and potatoes. There's only three types of food in Germany. Yeah. They have sausages. sausage, bread, and, uh, sauerkraut. Oh, no, potato. They have some sauerkraut, but it's mainly potato, sausage, and bread. What did you do that made them say, oh, stupid Americans? Um, I, like, trying to pay in dollars. Really? Yeah. You tried to pay in dollars? Or, or, like, not figuring out, you know, like, being really slow with the euros. Because it's all coins over there. Wow, what a stupid... You're making us look bad. Whoa, hey, I wasn't ugly American. I was stupid American. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick any fights. I don't think I shouted USA, USA once. It's I shouted it three times. USA, <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was just when you were watching that street fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the American one. Yeah, one guy had a cowboy hat, so I figured it was, he was American. <laughs> did, you drink, uh, did you drink fine beers? Uh, I, I think so. It was, it was weird. I, I thought, I thought I would recognize, 
the beers over there. Like, but but every time it was a beer menu, it was like pages of beers, and I couldn't pick it out. I couldn't pick out one of them. And it was most of them were different types of Hefeweizens. Yeah, yeah. That's like I thought popular. Hefeweizen was just its own thing, but I didn't know it was a it was a type. Of sure. Beer. There was like Hugenbluegen Hefeweizen and Hagenflagen Hefeweizen. And see, what I find is like whenever I go to Germany, I always just say, "What's like Corona?" <laughs> <laughs> no, like Corona. And they point to the sun. No. <laughs> A little plug uh, in case you guys fall asleep by the end. Um, I'm going to be in Seattle um, at February uh, 12th through the 20th, something like that. Uh, go to edgalvez.net for information about where I'll be playing at, and you can find me and like Jeff Rousseau. Yeah, former uh, guest cool. Jeff Rousseau will be involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. It, Jeff lives up there now. Yeah. And uh, cool. What's the comedy show up there? Just performing all over. Yeah, that's great. Places. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, it just occurred to me to, to plug it now. That's, well, so. no, it's fine. Seattle's a very like, I, I think a lot of great music came out of Seattle. And a lot of, of great comedy. Yeah, like, yeah. Sir, like Sir Mix a lot. Sir Mix a lot? He's from Seattle? Yeah. Oh. Well, I was thinking Soundgarden, Nirvana, <laughs> you know, people like that. But. Uh, you know, a lot of great comedy comes out of there too. Apparently, it's like a big comedy town. Jeff Brousseau came out of there. Yeah, then he yeah. went back. Well, you know, for for <laughs> for every Pearl Jam, there's a there's a there's a tad for every uh, uh, there's a toe the wet sprocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Rousseau is the toe the wet sprocket. Of, I'm just kidding. I, I, oh, I Jeff Rousseau is, is uh, I hope we get Jeff back on the show at some point. Yeah, I like Jeff. Never again. Never again. <laughs> did, did you listen Actually, to the episode even... he was on? <laughs> Actually, I didn't think about it, but we'll probably never see him again if he, if he doesn't come. If he doesn't well, I hope he comes back. Oh, he will. If he does, like, oh, okay. we'll get him back on the show. He's he's <laughs> cool. I, I love Jeff. Uh, Mike, what was what was the best or worst thing about the holidays for you? Uh, let's see. The holiday season was pretty good for me. I watched the uh, you know the Charlie Brown Christmas special a couple times. Twice. Um, no, about five times. Because you um, keep falling asleep. Yeah, and then I rewatch it. You know, <laughs> have a few drinks with it. You know, the music uh, sounds better. Um, no, nah, the music sounds great all the time, but. Uh, no, no, uh, the holidays were pretty good for me. I uh, didn't really have much going on. Um, Did you have to go to a funeral? No, That's not good. at all. That's yeah, good. it's you pretty know, quiet. What, what's, what's the holidays without a funeral? You know, it's just like it's like it's like having snow at Christmas. It's, it yeah, doesn't exactly. feel right unless you yeah. have a death yeah. around that. Time. I don't think I've ever gone to a funeral at Christmas. Funerals time, roasting around an open. Yeah, fire. you don't go funeral caroling. No, and I think it would be kind of rude to die at around Christmas. I mean, uh, oh. No, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think it's rude not to die at Christmas. Yeah, because then well, at least you, wait till the new year. I mean, the, then you can have uh, you, then you can inspire someone to give a, a Phoebe Cates style gremlin speech. Yeah, right. there you go. I, yeah, I guess. I, I, Anytime you can put a dent in the holiday cheer, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, sure. yeah like grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah, see? Um, being in my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something about death and Christmas. They belong together. How did you guys spend New Year's? Drunk, all up in some chick's guts. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so sinister. I mean, I'm kidding. That doesn't even sound romantic. I mean, that sounds. I'm uh, kidding. No, I did not do that. Uh, uh, me, Alex Mazrobian, and Hannah Ganson, former guest, we were uh, performing at this mansion in, in Encino. And then I hired Josh Mindertsma. Encino Mansion. Yes. Okay. That's good. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> I hired Josh Mindersman to be my driver for the night because I figured it would be cheaper to give him a hundred bucks than to try to grab a cab or Lyft or Uber or whatever. Uh-huh. 
and <laughs> fucking weirdo he shows up in a tux <laughs> and then like he creates like this this survey and it's like thank you for choosing miffed uh <laughs> and it just had a series of questions of just like it's like so how would you rate your overall experience with miffed and it's like harvard <laughs> lacc uh university of the phoenix <laughs> just <laughs> um but yeah it was it was fine it was like three of us performed and um cool and then like th- two rappers and this other guy. were the rappers good I, you know they rhymed yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were, did they go fast or slow uh both you know i mean it's poetry how can how can how can i be uh, judgmental or give they an go opinion? slow they it's suck. all sub- subjective yeah well my name is gangstar and i'm here to say Thanks for listening. Yeah. That's, all right. That was my first song. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then after that, we just got, uh, uh, after we performed, then we just got really stupid drunk. And then I woke up in my place. I was like, where am I? Oh, okay. I'm in bed. Here's my wallet. <laughs> I do worry about it sometimes. Like, yeah, when I come home and after I kind of pass out, even though I haven't even gone out sometimes, like if I just pass out, you know, from having a few too many drinks, I'll think my wallet is gone but it's actually just right next to me yeah i'm, and I, glad, took I, it out I'm glad i haven't lost my wallet in a while there was a time yeah. for a couple of years there where it seemed like i was had to replace my credit card like three times a year because yeah. i kept losing my wallet when i was drunk it's one of the things that makes me sad about myself is like when i heard the story about how slash uh like back in the heyday like he would have he had a, a security guard or a bodyguard but not really to protect him but just to like carry him home when he would pass fall, fall down drunk uh-huh. and when i heard about that i was just like cool i want that <laughs> well because then you don't have to worry if like anything bad happened to you oh, that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah. I, was, I, was, I was like i was like i know i'm not gonna drink any less so i might as well get some guy get him a job yeah just a personal assistant who's like sole job is to do the fireman carry <laughs> every night <laughs> to take you back to bed but you know what guest fireman carries my heart oh wow I wonder who it's our next guest Annie Letterman yeah, it's Annie yeah. Letterman. yeah. Uh, as seen on Comedy Central and Chelsea Lately and uh, all over the place oh, we're very fortunate to have her on the show this week fantastic and then stick around after the interview everybody it's another Fort Wrap Up yeah Fort Wrap Up style 2014 2014 yeah what exactly do we wrap up? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome any Letterman to the Fourth Podcast! Yeah! yeah! Thank you so much, you guys. I just am so honored to be the 53rd person you thought of to do your podcast. No, you were the first person I asked for the new year. I Like, I wanted to class oh, this. 2014. Don't turn this what <laughs> you had 42 other people that you cared about more than me. you know why because i was embarrassed about us i was like i want us to get into like good shape before we you know we have someone okay, as fine. as awesome as you on cool. we didn't think we were ready for you yet well i'll yeah. tell you i'm gonna fill out like a form at the end and tell you how you guys did <laughs> survey now mike don't give her the form uh are you <laughs> yeah i want i hope you guys have one of those little golf pencils for me to fill it out and then i'm gonna put it in a manila envelope you have to leave the room while i fill it out an evaluation form how likely are you to return Definitely, maybe, fuck no. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm just leave LA. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna quit comedy. I've had enough. <laughs> she went and burned down iTunes to make sure it never goes off. <laughs> did you have a good New Year's? Um, yeah, I did. I did. I was in San Diego. I was opening for Jim Norton. It was fun. Awesome. Um, how was that? It was fun. Well, when you don't drink alcohol, 
Um, New Year's doesn't matter. New Year's is fine. You just it's an exercise in watching other people be crazy. But it was fun because so I um I'd been I had been in Philadelphia for the holidays and then on the twenty sixth I flew out to Vegas to do some shows with Norton there and then went to San Diego for the New Year. And um my boyfriend drove up from LA or down, I don't know what direction, uh, and came to San Diego. And so it was my boyfriend and a couple other comics who weren't on the show. And Jim was like had an early flight, so we had already had our hang time and he left. And then during, like after one of the shows, there was this drunk guy that was like, ah, oh, I listen to Opie and Anthony, I'm such a big fan. Like really wasted, like really crazy, like obviously on Coke. Um, just like very aggressive sweating. His girlfriend's like, he loves you, like blah, 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 you know? <laughs> so he has me like sign Jim Norton's book. It's like Jim's signature than mine and also i can i just clarify like i'm not right i do not this does not happen to me often i i've been recognized maybe twice and I, sometimes my dad i think pays people ten dollars because they know me <laughs> seriously he told me he did that once and now i live in fear at all times that it's like not real you're like dad give me the ten bucks <laughs> like if, if i'm yeah exactly i need it but if i'm like the the only time i get recognized is if i'm like opening for jim because of the open anthony connection or if like um i'm giving in a check to like depositing a check and the bank teller will be like what do you do at e and i'll be like oh i do like panel on a show and they're like mm, mm. <laughs> and i'm like starring a blonde comedian a sassy blonde uh rhymes with schmelchy schmately and they're like oh you're on chelsea Lately. i'm like thank you for noticing me yes i will autograph a your dick let's do this but um so this guy was like freaking out and so it was like pretty ridiculous but made me look pretty cool in front of my boyfriend and then um he was like the girl was like talking to one of the other comedians and was like you guys have to come party with us like we love you guys and like gives this guy the key to her room so they're like we have a penthouse it's like a huge party it looks over like all of san diego so we're like okay uh totally dude we'll totally be there like never gonna go there yeah (laughs) and then at the end of the shows we were like you know what Let's fucking just go to these people's apartment or this, their <laughs> hotel room and just see what's going on. So we go to, we like walk a little bit, a little ways. We're just, um, sifting through it. We're dodging homeless people because for some reason San Diego is just filled with the most homeless people I've ever seen. Aggressive huh. ones. Wouldn't have thought of that. I have heard something about it too. The weather is ideal. No, I think <laughs> that they were dropped off or whatever. I don't know. Or maybe they, it was like homeward bound, but towards the sun. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, but I also heard, side note that, uh, the businesses in the neighborhood were going up to the homeless people in like the downtown San Diego, going up to the homeless people and being like, where are you from? And they'd be like, Minnesota. And they'd be like, congratulations, we got you a one-way bus ticket back to Minnesota. <laughs> you know, where they're, no like, they're like, we're doing this kind deed, quote unquote, uh-huh. but like really like we're just fucking getting you out of here. We're shipping you out, which is like horrible. And I don't know if maybe like a, like a mental institution closed down or something. I know that happened in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like mentally ill people and it's horrible. But I mean... With that said, swimming in a sea of homeless people. And I lived in New York for several years. It's like going to your show at the Lexington where I'm just like stepping on like hands that I don't know if they're alive or not. (laughs) People have full tents. I'm like, well... Um, well, because well, if you hear a thank you, then it means it's still alive because it's, oh, it's human connection. Yeah, yeah like, oh, thank you for touching. <laughs> but uh, not that I'm bashing homeless people, but uh, don't... No, we're bashing on society for letting yes, it happen. Yes, exactly. Don't let it happen. But so... <laughs> So we're like late night. We're like, let's just go to these people's hotel room, this penthouse. It'll be so awesome. So we go and we just let ourselves in. We're like, let's not knock or anything. And the room is empty other than like several lines of Coke just out there. Um, tons of liquor. Like it's messy. Like you can tell she changed a bunch of times. 
And then there's a dog in a crate, just like a golden retriever. And like, these people just gave us the key to their hotel room and their fucking dog. It was like so weird. And then we were going to stay and wait for them. But um, they like weren't showing up. And I was like, I have an idea because I saw the Jim Norton book. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to write in the book. You dumbass, we came to your room and you weren't here. <laughs> Don't let people go into your, you know, and then steal the dog, of course. Um, come and get him, motherfucker. And um, have the dog paw print. Yeah, just do like a it. bloody paw print from a dog and then just leave the dog's head cut off in the bed. <laughs> if you want the rest um, of the body bag. You yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get it. But it also wasn't as nice of an apartment as they said. And, yeah. Or I can't keep saying apartments, sorry, hotel room. Yeah. Um, I don't know what things are to live in because I lived in a car for so long recently. Um, but it was just, it was like fun. Then he ended up walking in and there was this moment where like, there was like five of us, you know? And he just like walks in and there was that moment where he's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to be murdered. And Uh then his eyes focused and he was like, cocaine. (laughs) Yeah. That was pretty fun. That's awesome. To go from, I'm going to get murdered to cocaine. (laughs) That, That reminds me of a party that I went to in the Hollywood Hills. Where now, you almost killed somebody, but then it was cocaine, and then you lightened up. <laughs> no, it was, it was weird. It was a friend of Susanna and, and ours, uh, Shorty Brown, actually. Yeah. That's not a real person. It yeah, is. It is. <laughs> a na- they nickname themselves, right? Uh, what's well, her real name? She is short. So oh, she, it's a girl? Yeah, she was a VJ in Australia, yeah. on, on MTV Australia. That's Shorty Brown. Oh, no, yeah, British. exactly. That's yeah, British. That's, that's, that's British. how she talks. That's good She's enough. She's a real person. Australia. I don't know how to do it. See, you're going to characters. I don't do it. I can't do it. So Shorty was trying to offer you a Coke. There. You were like, Shorty, the stunt of your growth. Thanks, Ghost of Meath. I can't do Australia. Australia. <laughs> Just say the Fosters uh, slogan. Fosters. Yeah, there, you go. Australian. There, okay. there was some mansion in the Hollywood Hills, okay? Like a mansion. Huge place. Owned by a gold trader. Gold trader out of town. Also not real. Um. <laughs> The gold trader was Shorty out of Brown, the gold trader. No, 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 no. <laughs> do, you not, do you not have like real stories? <laughs> You're not listening. No, Shorty Brown is a friend of ours. Now, the place that we went to was owned by a gold trader with a normal who is like, out of like town. Smith. <laughs> out of town. Okay. One Convenient. of his buddies was renting the place out for parties. What a kind of a dickhead. Did the guy know? Did the gold trader know? I have no idea. That's sick. You're, you're like, I'll house it. <laughs> I'll house it for you. Just end up making millions of dollars. Yeah. And so they struck some deal because they were doing a charity. The people that were running the party, they used Shorty's charity to make it legal. Okay. Because you can't just throw a party. Oh, I mean like churches? Yes. At a house. Oh, okay. Okay. You can't throw a party at a house. Oh, that's what churches are? They just made it up so that they can get away with yeah, yeah, throwing, throwing parties. parties? That's what a church is yeah, in general? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Makes more sense than the other way. You can't throw a party without, you know, at a house without a license. But if you're doing it for charity, you can. So it's basically a ruse. So we went. What was this fake charity? Homeless, uh, send homeless people back to their home states. <laughs> Real charity. It's just they were using it They weren't as actually a front. doing anything. Yeah. But they were getting money, you know, like a small portion. We had to drive to Hollywood Boulevard and we had to park. And then we had to get a van to go up to the house, Mm -hmm. which was kind of weird because... 
No, that's, that's a that's a nice luxury because a lot of places there's no parking up there. It's so. true. It's just weird getting in a van that no one knows. But no. So we drove up. We party in the hills all the time at, at Standard. <laughs> Huge house. We walk in and there's just tons of partygoers. So it's not really my scene. So friends, parties, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> outdoors. <laughs> it's not really my scene. <laughs> Susanna's <laughs> either, you know. So we were sitting at a table, and all of a sudden, like water starts dripping from the ceiling. Oh my god! Tell me it's blood. Someone killed themselves. <laughs> well, <gasps> so anyway, someone's dead. Yes. Okay. No, no. Oh, sorry. It's water. So I'm like, hmm. I'm gonna go investigate. So I went upstairs. Walked into a bathroom, and there were three naked men snorting coke, and the shower was running over. Were they in the tub? Huh? Or were they in the shower? Uh, uh, yeah. Were they fucking? I No. Were so they, they doing sucking? coke in the shower with the water going? No, they, they were outside of the shower. Oh, but the one w- was in the shower. Oh, okay. Two were outside snorting. Uh-huh. And the water was just gushing out. Oh, filled up the what tub. What was, was this was out of the charity? Tub. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm anyway, gonna suck your gay dick with coke for children's research. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> children's. Umbrella. I didn't know what to say, so I just said because uh, they saw me when I walked in, and they like, looked a little surprised. Why do you surprised. have clothes on? No, and I just said, uh, "Hey guys, there's hors d'oeuvres," and I left. You should have told yeah, them about the water. Yeah, they turned off the water. Yeah. No, fuck them. This wasn't his scene, remember? He was like, I'm going to get these people. I didn't know what to say. You're the Daniel Stern from Home so Alone. You didn't, you didn't want to solve the problem. You just wanted to solve the mystery. I like how instead of doing like like what maybe intuitively someone else would have done, which would be like, hey, the thing's running over, or anything else, because it was such a weird situation, you accidentally said possibly the gayest thing you could. Where you're like, <laughs> you looked at three naked men, you're like, hmm, there's hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> and like licked your lips. And then we're like, ah, yeah. let's do coke. If you know know they mean. all looked shocked though when I said that. <laughs> they were like, we don't want food, we're on coke. <laughs> yeah. No, he opened up the door and he said, I found my scene. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, my type of party. Yeah. It was really weird though. Like a weird party. Uh, yeah, situation. that was weird, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gay dudes on coke will, will wait, be wait, dudes on were coke. Were they completely naked? Well, maybe they, they weren't gay. You were saying they weren't like making out. Uh, one of the guys had a towel. Uh, two of them didn't. The guy in the shower didn't. One of the guys outside didn't. See, but they for women, make- if women were doing that, we'd be like, they're not gay. I mean, I've... Yeah, were they It wasn't gay? a big deal. I just... Uh, I was like, I obviously walked in on something. And but, then, but were they affectionate with each other? As Listen, he's trying to come. Can you just tell him that they're gay? <laughs> just tell me they're gay so I can come. <laughs> two guys were snorting coke. One guy was in the shower with the shower running over. Well, you know, That's all that was happening. How do guys do that? I wasn't going to ask questions. All right. Fair yeah. <laughs> you didn't yeah, ask yeah. for Coke? No. Good. No, he just took Good. it. Good. We're proud of you. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. Good Don't for start. Good for you. Uh, so, uh, so you grew up in Jersey? No, I grew up in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Oh, suburbs of Philly. Yep. But uh, Jersey's the same. Rough? Yeah, it was really dangerous, actually. It was like uh, the trees were really big, so like the wind blew. Um, the trees could fall on your like three story house. So this is dangerous. Actually, stuff. you know what? This 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 is this is <laughs> not, really dangerous. This is not a joke. Uh, it was like my my my. my I shouldn't be talking about this, but it was like my my cousin's wife. Uh, like, oh God, this is gonna be so good. Just spit it out. Okay. No, the co- way you prefaced it was like so good. My cousin's wife's uh, sister. She was uh she had her, her kids and uh like a like uh another sister's kid in a van. And they were like at this big park, and she was like running in to go pay for like tennis lessons, 
uh, but it was like a really windy day. So while she was in there, there's these huge trees in these parks, and the tree <sighs> fell, sliced the the van in half, and it killed. Uh, not her kids were fine, but <gasps> her but her like sister's kid, yeah, got got crushed by the tree in it, and it was just like. Uh, Wait, so, can you say it's lower? He's trying to come. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it was just it was just like 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 a fucked up thing. Because also the year uh, the year prior was when my grandfather got got run over by a city truck because he, my grandfather would run around the, the park like every day for like for like sixty years, and then one day like he was turning a corner and a city truck was driving backwards through a path that was just made for jogging and drug him into the street, and that was the only reason why. Why he's why he stopped, and then it was a passenger in in that city truck that ran off. So we never knew who that guy was, and the guy he was cl- probably doing coke naked with. The yeah, driver. I was just gonna no. say he's probably in Mike's story too. Well, the guy that was driving, he quit right at that moment. So like they never drug tested him <laughs> and and stuff oh, like. Oh, oh. So anyway, so wait. what is this podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> Can we make you cry? Podcast. Let's. Yeah, we're yeah. testing who's a sociopath if they have any empathy for the people on this. <laughs> Um, so no, there was a guy in my neighborhood where a tree fell. It was my friend from like horseback riding. I mean, I'm making myself sound so rich. I was not brought up that rich. I mean, horseback riding. <laughs> uh, we were traveling along. Um, no, um, and from like, I think we played softball or something together. Her dad was like going out in a storm to like lock the car door or something in a tree, fell on him and he died. See, so it was so, used that as a joke, but that was uh, but, see, but and then true. our tree fell on our neighbor's tree, our neighbor's house, and they were really mad. But my parent, it was like up to it wasn't my parents' fault. Act of God, sorry. Yeah, it's God's Jewish. fault. <laughs> Take it up with him. <laughs> what was like the shittiest job you had growing up? Oh, the shittiest job. I had one job. Oh, this was crazy. I worked at Color Me Mine. It was my first job, <laughs> the pottery painting place, um, where you go in and they have like different like ceramics and that's and, in the movie Made. They do that. In, what is made with uh, Vince Vaughn and John Favreau? They did it after Swingers. It was like the two. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah! I totally forgot. I was thinking like Made in Manhattan. My, <laughs> only my favorite J Lo movie. Where has she been? I miss you. Um, Peyton Pottery. But so it was like a pottery painting place, and I was like, you know, fifteen or sixteen, and um, you know, a juvenile delinquent. But I worked there for a little bit, and the owner was crazy. Like batshit crazy. One time she, I mean, she's like, she was bipolar in a way that was like unsalvageable. Like she, one time we came in, it was right before Christmas. So everyone would like come in, they'd bring their kids, they'd do a handprint, they'd put it on a plate, they'd give it to people. It was like a great, easy Christmas present to give. So we had like a guarantee. Like if you come in today, we'll fire your pottery. It will be ready before Christmas. So two days before Christmas, when it's like the busiest for people to come pick stuff up, she has like a manic episode where she is in the middle of getting divorced from her husband. And so the night previous uh, to this day that I'm going to talk about, she had said to the said to her husband, meet me at this park. Um, we need to talk, right? So to the guy's you? Like, no, to, this, to her oh, husband. Okay. And so the husband is like, okay, um, I'll meet you at this park. So she brings like a spear, like that she has like some sort of like – um, old fashioned spear or something like she has it decoratively placed. It's the like an spear, antique. spear of Christ. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's, God did not love her. So, but, um, so it was like hanging up on her wall. And so she took the spear to go like attack him in the wood and the, at the park. Like, like and African, he gets away. African style. I don't know what was going on. This lady was like a rich chestnut hill lady. So she takes the spear to go like kill her husband and he, 
you know, gets in his car and drives off. I was like, you're crazy. And she gets in her car to chase him and she's wasted. So she smacks <laughs> into a tree. <laughs> she wraps the car around a tree and something happens where I don't know if she puked a little bit or like something happened or from the, the airbag went off or something. Something happened where there was like a spot on her shirt. So she gets the manager at the time who was probably like 19, <clears throat> this guy, Neil, who was a photographer to come take a picture of her. In the car looking like she's dead. In this wrecked car, right? So she's got the spot. And she puts her head down. Just wait. It gets so much crazier. She puts her head down and like closes her eyes and has her tongue sticking out. And there's a spot. And it looks like blood or something. You're like, oh my God. She really looks dead. So all of this started. I got to tell you, previously that day, the day before, she had was supposed to go to court for her divorce hearing. But it got pushed to a later date for whatever reason. So she had decided that this was Mayor Ed Rendell, the mayor at the time who was so awesome, Mayor Ed Rendell's fault. It's crazy. It makes no sense, right? So what she does is she takes that picture. She go, We go into work the next day. She ha- takes the picture that Neil took of her. She um, she makes a fake Philadelphia Inquirer headline, like front page for the newspaper. She does the font and everything. And she goes, Kim, whatever her last name is, died in car crash. Right. And she faxes that to the mayor's office. Uh-huh. Then she faxes another. The second sheet of paper says, you wish Mary Ed Rendell. <laughs> <laughs> and then she shuts down the business at its busiest time. She makes us take there was paper we had to put over the table so it wouldn't get on paint. Mm. Uh, it was like butcher paper or whatever. Wouldn't get paint on it. So we had to tape the paper up to the wall, the windows. So no one could see in. And then we had to write like a note. There was a note that she had written on the front that said, said, if you're wondering where your pottery pieces are for the holidays, please contact Mayor Ed Rendell. He'll explain to you what he's done and with his phone number. So that the mayor, everyone, our phone is going off the hook, right? <laughs> the mayor's office is calling. Their phone's going off the hook. People are calling them. Like, there's people, like, angry mobs of people want, like, so many people wanting their pottery. Uh-huh. And we're, like, not allowed to do anything. And we're all in there, like, I'm so young. I'm, like, 15. I'm, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> and eventually um i don't know if i got fired uh, for like being purple or whatever she thought i was like she was like you're a square you have to leave or whatever <laughs> she was so crazy she's like i can't have any pumpkins working here um <laughs> but she was totally nuts and then um that's insane but she ended up killing herself so it's a good oh really to the story yeah so how'd she kill herself i don't know, I think she shot herself or something but she was very sick <laughs> But I didn't understand. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then, you know, I've dated so many bipolar guys since that I'm like, oh, she was a fun one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you you let her get away. She had her when she was around. But so that was it. I mean, I, and then I I had a bunch of other jobs. Like I worked with kids, I used to work with kids with special needs. That was a really fun job that I'm glad I didn't pursue just because it would have, I would have been so like burnout by now. Um, And then I was like, a nursery school teacher, which was fun. I mean, I had a bunch of jobs. I was a go go dancer. Oh yeah, we're at in Santa Fe, New Mexico, at this club that was called Swig. It was just Santa Fe doesn't have a lot of things Swig. going on nightlife, but it was like this one club hmm. that was very like 1997 Miami. It was like really weird, <laughs> just in the middle of this like art community. And um, I was a good dancer there. I'm a horrible dancer. I mean, I'm very bad at, at dancing. Hmm. So only in Santa Fe. So it was me. It was kind of a gay club, but not definitely a gay club. It was owned by two gay guys. So it was me, a gay dude. Um, a tranny and a stripper who was like sucking dicks and shit. Like it was like she was like wearing pasties and like giving hand jobs, and I was like, ah. But I'm such a bad dancer that no one could come on my podium and try to dance with me because I couldn't keep rhythm with another person. <laughs> but I was in my like full alcoholic phase at that point. I was like, 
you know, I would cry. I would get hammered to get through it, to like have the liquid courage to dance in front of people. How long did you shift? Were you just at um, like four or five hours of nonstop dancing? Or you yeah, but they were always like, just move. Like whatever you do, oh. just move the manager. I remember. So I would literally sway. And <laughs> I would cry and I would, my knees were hurt from like the boots I would wear. My knees just got damaged. So I would fall off the podium. If I got to a certain, like if I bent down at all, I would fall. I fell off the podium all the time, wasted, crying. There was always like a fake eyelash like stuck to my <laughs> cheek, and I had um, those fake like chicken cutlet like boob things that they you put in. Oh yeah, those little padding things, and they would slide up from the sweat. They would slide up, and people would come down and be like, "You're fakey showing, like watch it." <laughs> but there was this this drag queen, or um, I don't know if. He hadn't gone under surgery or anything, so he was a drag queen, but he duct taped his dick. So people would come up and they'd be like, do you have duct tape? And I'm like, I'm not a man, and then fall off and cry. <laughs> and uh, it was just so weird, because I was also, during the day, I was a nanny, so I had this like double life. Uh-huh. Um, Two extremes. Where mm-hmm. I would show up like literally glitter and the fake eyelashes and stuff on my face <laughs> to like babysit these children who I think I traumatized one kid so bad. I'll never forget. He was like eight, right? Which is old. And I think, you know, I was like giving him baths and stuff. I was like, a little old for me to giving him bath. Not that I was like, oh, let me get at it or anything. But <laughs> it was just like the mom was always there. She was had like chronic fatigue syndrome. So I was like babysitting while she was there, which was weird because the kids would just be like, we're not going to do what you say. We're going to go ask our mom. And I had no real bond with these children. They kind of sucked. But one kid, I remember he was he was in the bathroom and he was like, I'm taking a number two. And I was like, awesome. Cool. And he was like, um, I'm done. And I was like, all right. And then he was like, still in there. And I was like, what do you want from me? And he was like, help me wipe. And I'm like, I went, help you. What? I remember going, help you wipe. And like, really like with the most judgment in the world. Cause I was like, this kid's like in school already. Like, was this teacher like wiping his ass for him mm. and just really shaming him. And then I felt really bad. And he was like, I guess I can do it myself. But now I'm like, I probably traumatized that kid. Yeah. I should have been like, it's fine. But he was obviously coddled. If his mom was still wiping his ass, you did him a favor. I still feel, I do. You feel shocked guilty. him into reality. Uh, Whenever like, I have a problem right. I with a kid, do it myself. Yeah. There was like at the nursery school I worked at, there was this one horrible teacher um, who I remember going in to visit a year later and my kids were 18 to 24 month olds. So they were, by the time I went back to visit, they were in the two-year-old room and I went in and this teacher was like, she was like, I'm going to explain her to you. She was like very overweight. She um, always had her nails done. She was like kind of like a princess. Like you could tell that she, and her, she was very gossipy and like her you could tell her home life was not what she wanted it to be. It didn't seem like it. She wanted to be mm. different than she was. And there was this one kid that I'd had in my class that went that was in her class now. And I remember she was saying, oh, we think he's gay. Watch this. Come here, gay boy. Come here, gay boy. Like saying that to the kid. And I remember the just teacher being like, was saying ah. that? Yeah, and just being like, oh, my God. And I felt such an allegiance to this kid because he had been mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I just said something to the director. I don't think she did anything. But I just remember being like, oh, like there's so many things that you can do to fuck up a kid. But, like stick with you. I mean, do yeah. you remember mm-hmm. shit? I remember getting yelled at once for like throwing my I snack out I'm like people are starving and I was like I wasn't hungry <laughs> <laughs> the pretzel was dry you know just getting screamed at but I just felt really like this and now you never throw out food yeah. you keep everything and you never- and that is why I eat over trash cans at midnight <laughs> 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 well you know what that's the thing like 
because uh, I waited tables for way too long, mm-hmm. like like twenty yeah, years, yeah. and, and it, it, it sucks how how normal it is to just eat over trash cans. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm a professional raccoon. Just but like, here's <laughs> the thing: you can't eat slowly over a trash can. You gotta no, no. like guzzle that shove it, shit, shove it down your throat. No, I do it more for the shame. I like to, to <laughs> suffer. I have eating issues. I really gotta have that shame. Food is my thing that ruins me. Is it? Oh yeah. Definitely. I'm trying to do intuitive eating. It's like this book that I read where it's like you're supposed to not make food wrong because the reason you binge eat is because a lot of the time is because you have like that diet mentality where you're like, I'm never going to eat cake again. Like tomorrow's my diet. So today I'm going to eat the most amount of cake because I'll never have it again. Mm -hmm. So then you and then you don't do the diet the next day. And then you just are eating full cakes. And then before you know it, it's like, all right, I got to start again. But tonight's the final night. So I'm going to go all out. And it's like you're doing it like every other day. And then you're fucking in cake farting porn. And yeah. Like, really <laughs> cake life. like every time you do it, like, I call like it your cake, final night has to get more, more intense. I call it cake yeah, farting exactly. art. <laughs> it is art. Rhymes with fart. Yeah. Um, art fart. Uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, no, I was a waitress too. Um, I was a bartender. So you're, uh, so, so you're a twin. Yeah, I have a twin brother. Yeah, so how was that growing up? Was uh, um, well, is he is he like you, or are you guys polar opposites? Well, he was littler than me. Like, um, I was always way bigger than him. So now he's, I think he's like an inch or two taller than me, maybe a couple inches, but it like doesn't matter now. Like, who gives a shit now? He could be like five inches shorter, no one would give a shit. But like when you're growing up, and that yeah. matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always bigger than him, and um. I think I developed sort of like a bully mentality because I was always like trying to protect him and he would get teased because he was little and I would just destroy people. They called me the Jolly Green Giant in middle school because I wore my dad's army jacket Uh and I fucked people up because I just like I couldn't like you can insult me. That's fine. I can take care of myself. But if you like fuck with my family, I will take you down. But, yeah. like, but not physically, though. You would just hold, hurt their feelings and make them feel like shit. No, 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 no. I would take their... Because I was taller than everyone. Uh-huh. So I would take their book bags and I would just slant... I would spin them into the lockers. But it wasn't like people that were like... I wasn't like, yeah. you're a nerd. I'm going to slant... It was like yeah. people that fucked with my brother. I'd be like... The old uh, <laughs> the old book bag bash. Yeah, yeah the old book bag bash. <laughs> you made that up right now. <laughs> but he seemed a little hurt by it. It's, like something came up. it's happened to Mike. That's why he had to name it. Yeah. <laughs> But so it was like, I think it was harder for Max because I took like more of like a leader role because I, you know, I was bigger than him and everything. And that was so emasculating to him when I would defend him or fight, uh, I, fight I for imagine. him. Oh, yeah. he hated it. But I just couldn't. And I remember one time, one time I sold him out to be cool. This girl called and I was like, I yelled at her for him. And then um, I think she was like being mean to him. And then he hung up. Or pretended to hang up, and I was like, just kidding. He paid me to do that, like joking. But yeah. he heard it, and I remember being like, "Fuck!" Like I sold my brother out, and he heard it. But I would never do it again. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was. We were very different. I was a juvenile delinquent, and he was pretty good. He wasn't that well behaved, but compared to me, he was. I mean, we were. I was trouble. Did you guys ever have any kind of like hint of a, like a psychic bond or anything? I thought like you were gonna say sexual for a second. Did you oh, think he was going to fuck with the attic? Did you see it? Yeah. He like winked a little. <laughs> we fucked once. It was not good. It was fantastic. Um, I loved it. I don't want to tell anyone. No, we um, uh, I there were times where I would need him, like you know, in in college or something, where I'd be going through a breakup or something, and he would like call me randomly at that time, and it would be like. He, there was something like that where yeah. there was like a little bit of a, 
a connection there. But we fought a lot. Like until I quit drinking, we didn't really have a relationship again because he was still pissed at me about a lot of stuff and couldn't really trust me. Like he got married and I wasn't allowed to give a speech at his wedding. Oh, wow. Because I would have mentioned I would have. Well, I shouldn't say. <laughs> if I would have brought this thing up. He doesn't want me to bring it. But um. Oh no, I have to know. <laughs> it was just he had a thing with his wiener. But um, when we were kids, but they made him pee everywhere. But you, you made him pee everywhere? No, his oh. pee hole was off center, so he peed. He used to pee on the floor all the time. And I probably would have mentioned that in my. Anyway. Well, you know, no, oh, that would have been fun. No, you know, you I, get to I think I may suffer from the same thing sometimes because, like, sometimes I get what I call the. Uh, the dual yeah, streams, yeah, the wild and out, yeah. <laughs> or like yeah, he gets a, he gets an improv show on MTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick Cannon comes out and he's like, "Dick, which direction you going? Two directions." I was so racist. So, I just did a and, black person. And bit. someone wrote that for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean every now and then when I take a piss, I get the dual stream. Yeah. You guys ever get that? Like the yeah. never. It never happens. To me. Never happens to me at all. Ever. I call the Mississippi split. I call it the Mississippi burning when I pee. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have herpes yet. So you have very racist three? piss. Yeah, I'm you never get three streams, huh? Oh, you that's three streams. I've never gotten three, only two. Oh, it's very, you only got two. Sorry, but it's very frustrating <laughs> because you have a small pee hole. When I do it, like you know, you miss the toilet like yeah. all together. Well, if we would always, third, you can get at least half in. We would always be wearing socks when we went to the bathroom too, and you come out with like the yellow socks or whatever. Yeah, that's why. You, that's why you wear galoshes in I the bathroom. Think, I'm not gonna have children, but if I were to, I had my nipples pierced mm. for like ten years. When I was like, no, say fourteen to twenty, and um, I always think like the hole's still there. I'm like, I wonder if it'll squirt out. <laughs> oh, like 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 like. Not, well, the thing is, like, with, with, I think with, they heal with, up. with baby bottles, no, like they there. they have like you know, multiple holes, so yeah. Maybe I don't know. Fourteen, you got. Did you say babies have multiple? No, no. The baby Ew, bottle. Nipples. Pedophile. Gross. What? Not pedophile. I was fourteen you know, just, and get, you know, get my nipples. Just adventurous, just you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm sorry. I was. I'm talking over the nipples thing. Sorry. I would have just got one. Like getting both at the same time. Like when you're fourteen, it's, oh, it's pretty bad. I got one when I was fourteen. One when I was sixteen. Oh, okay. So yeah. you were you were going slow. I got left first, <laughs> and the woman dropped. I remember it was this woman. Um, sue at this place on south street that was like the place that would tattoo us and pierce us underage like they didn't need <laughs> it was like yeah but sue was like i remember she like she went to pierce my nipple she was like holding it with like a clamp there's like iodine on it and she like goes to put it in and she drops the needle and she goes oops butterfingers <laughs> that's the last thing i ever want to hear stab my titty well, that's like going into surgery and like last thing you hear is like oops i'm not a yeah. doctor yeah. yeah it's just funny i was like you better have you ever seen well, those people with like the lips pierced where it's gone really wrong and the lip just blows up no to like a cartoon lip uh, you ever seen no. that what you I mean do? you mean like they did it themselves in a garage and it got infected yeah i got really bad yeah. you know like and it just blows up like a cartoon no yeah. i'll google yeah. image of this see what i can find <laughs> that sounds cool my uh my ex-boyfriend had a problem with like his circumcision was like botched like so he had like like extra i called it the mock turtleneck but um so when he then he had to get his he had to get circumcised when he was in his 30s oh god re-circumcised, like yeah. recircumcised because it was like they did like a halfsy <laughs> jesus <laughs> so like what kind of trouble did you get into as a as a juvenile well, we like we would steal cars and stuff. Like I went to a school for juvenile Wait, delinquents. Just steal cars? Yeah, we were bad. And we would like smoke. I would like I did drugs. Like I we would smoke um wet, which is like I think it's the same as PCP. I don't know, but it was like 
weed dipped in formaldehyde <coughs> and we would eat acid <coughs> and stuff like that. But I went to the school for juvenile delinquents um, called the Krefeld School and it was... How old were you? I was, well, I was 14 and then I, gra- I actually graduated when I was 16. Do you still like faculty members' cars? What does that mean? Like, like steal the cars, the faculty Oh, the cars. Mo- I think yeah. it's scars. I think no, yeah, I too, yeah. they're scars. My voice is a little... Um, sorry. No, we would steal... One car we would always steal was this kid, um, Hadley, who actually wrote me an email recently. He was like, I saw you on Chelsea lately. It's weird to think that someone who used to steal my car, like, or whatever. <laughs> I was like, sorry. I was like, that was so funny. He was like, it wasn't funny. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> that really hurt my feelings. I was like, oh, my bad. I thought we were, like, hilarious stealing from you. But he... um his car was, it was a, I think it was a LeBaron. Yeah, it was a, a Chrysler LeBaron. And it was a convertible, but the the key had twisted off in the ignition. Uh-huh. Oh, so you shit. didn't need a key to start it. So we would break into the door. We would unlock it. We would like, I don't, I didn't, never did that part. I don't know how to do that. But we would, I would steal my dad's Xanax. We would snort Xanax. Someone, my parents didn't keep liquor in the house, but so someone would steal like liquor. So we'd always be drunk. We'd always be like snorting Xanax and stuff. And then, um, we would steal Hadley's car. Like if he was like once he went on a field, half the school went on a field trip or something and he was gone. We stole his car and then we had to park in a different, uh, the parking spot was gone and he like found out and they like questioned all of us and we were all shit faced by the time they were questioning us. And we just were like, how could you, the way we got away with stuff at that school is we just like put it back on them. Like we're offended by them. Accus- how could you accuse us of this? <laughs> like liquor breath. There's like fucking blue shit coming out of my nose. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we were just, we were bad, but there was a, there was school had glass blowing. So there was a, in the basement, there were two buildings. It looked like a barn. There were very, I had 17 kids in my graduating class. Several of them are dead. Um, but, uh, there was a, in the glass blowing studio, one of the buildings was just the basement was a glass blowing studio and the top floor was the gym. And so we would get kicked out of the basketball games and we would just go downstairs in the glass blowing studio. In the back of the glass blowing studio, someone had taken a hammer and smashed a human sized hole in the wall. So you could climb into the wall. You could be walking through the in the in between the wall, just mm-hmm. in the wall, wow. and you could see through the grates. You could see the basketball game. So we would eat acid and watch the game through the <laughs> grates. And I remembered this when I was sick. I was like in college, and I I was really sick. So I was on a bunch of Nyquil, and I was like swapping like stories of being a piece of shit with my friend. We were like on video chat or something, and I was like telling that story, and I was like, "Is this real?" Like. Am I hallucinating that that happened? And then I confirmed with people like, oh, no, we definitely did that. Every time I think I'm like awfulizing something, <laughs> it's like, no, you were worse. You were worse than you thought. Um, but we were, yeah, we were bad. Were you ever what? arrested or convicted or anything? Um, no, I know I got like arrested for shoplifting, but uh, they dropped the charges at like Bloomingdale's. They, I want that fucking, I wish that I could somehow find that picture <laughs> they took of me. You know, the pictures they have like oh, hanging yeah, in the back. Yeah, like, uh, this person's not allowed. You're banned from Bloomingdale's. Uh, I want that ban from Bloomingdale's <laughs> Polaroid. <laughs> Must be so amazing. But I was always very, I was good at not getting caught at things because I was, I, even though I fought with my parents, I always really needed them to love me. So I like never wanted to do anything that bad that would like jeopardize them. Yeah. So even when I was doing bad stuff, I just never, or I was just lucky, I think. Um, but I never, no, I never got arrested. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it's, uh, because you're obviously younger than me because you had video chat when you were in high school. And no, I was it wasn't, like, no, 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 not in high school. It was, it was, I cam, I, it was like you had to buy the camera, the external camera. Mm-hmm. I graduated from college. Well, I graduated from college, like 
not that long ago, but it took me like 25 years. And then my college went out of business. But um, I, <laughs> I graduated high school when I was 16. All diplomas must go. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like if you want to have graduated in something, say you went to the College of Santa Fe because they can't check that shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the reason why I brought that up is because like uh, like because I used to be so behind on technology. And it's like uh, like now I barely like now I'm obsessed with getting all the new technology. Like I got the like I was with Kevin the other day when I got the new uh, the FISO. Uh, here, um, uh, I'll tell you, it, it went something like this. I got it! You got the new computer with the FISO, the fake intelligence system operator? Yeah, it's the first all-voice-activated computer. I've been reading a bunch about it. It's supposed to learn everything about you as you learn about it and you learn it about you at the same time. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Alright, it's plugged in and on. Welcome to FISO. My name is Simon. I will need to ask you a few questions. Are you social or antisocial? Social. Social? As long as it's on the internet. You hardly hang out with anyone else but me. Hey, it's called social media, idiot. What is your relationship with your mother? Uh, fine, I guess. Ha, fine? Dude, you have at least an hour about your mom, and it does not sound fine. I can laugh about it now. Shut up, Kevin. Would you like a man's voice or a woman's voice? I want a woman's. Would you like Samantha or your mother? Uh, Samantha. Processing. <gasps> Why did you want Samantha? Don't you miss your mother? I only birthed and raised you by myself without the help of that deadbeat father of yours. Mom, ma- mom, I-, I do miss you, but this is not you. This is some program that's recreated you. And thank God I am not her, or else I'd be rolling in my hard drive. Now, about these things in your research history. Ugh, disgusting. And why do you want to see a Smurfette naked? To his defense, I forwarded that to him. You are grounded from hanging out with him. Simon, Simon, come back, Simon. Simon, Simon. Yes, Ed. Can we get Samantha like I asked? I. so you are going to leave me for another woman like your father did. I it breaks my... Recalibrating. Thank God. I'm here. Hi. She sounds hot. Back off, Kevin. Um, welcome. You're cute. I went through your emails and noticed you've been single for a while. So I took the liberty of filling out online profiles for you on the top three dating sites. Whoa, thank you. He needs all the help he can get. I'm starting to decide with my mom about you, Kevin. Oh, is this her? Is this the woman you'd rather be with instead of your mother? Mom, calm down. Why are you here? Hello, mother. I am not your mother. I'm sorry, your file was labeled as mother. Hello, cyber Mrs. Galvez. Don't talk to me. And what is this? Why are you setting my son up with these trampas? Mom, please get out. Listen, Samantha. I know and my son. So I took the liberty of doing Google searches of all three of his exes and girls he went to high school with and made links so he could stalk them easily. He likes to see how life could have been different and had a good cry. He's so romantical. Mom, I don't do that. Yes, you do. Kevin? That's why I created these profiles so he can create his own future. Okay, everyone out. It's time for Ed to go sleepy. You can't kick me out. Oh, yeah? You want to share your internet shopping orders publicly? Good night, everyone. I am the default system operator. Mom, please go away. Look, if you are going to be operating his system, then you are operating my system, and I will be here every day, all day. Ed, I think it's best we see other computers. Goodbye. No! God damn it! It's okay. I run bad for you, Papacito. 
Okay, mom. Can you sing to me, mom? Oh, the little tamale likes to hop and run into his jammy time tonight. Oh, little tamale, hop into your mommy's arms. I will give you kisses. Good night. Olay. So, yeah, so I, wow, retur- so I returned it. Uh, so hopefully Microsoft will give me a full refund on that. Ed. What? You're a good looking guy. Thanks. You can go out and get whoever you want. It doesn't have to be a disembodied voice yeah. on a phone. Oh, Damn it. Look for love. Well, real people. Well, I, I want to, but everybody else has intimacy issues. So. <laughs> oh, everybody else has the intimacy issues. It's not your intimacy issues. Right? Yeah. yeah what, do you, what do you guys, um, what do you have Siri call you? Oh. <laughs> What, what, uh, I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, yeah you can either. change your name. Like, I have her call you, you piece of shit, nobody loves you. <laughs> oh, and she'll be like, you piece of shit, nobody loves you. I'm recalculating the directions. It's like amazing. <laughs> I'm like, that's right, bitch. <laughs> Mine is a thunder blaster. Re- really? No, nah, you made that up. I'm just kidding, yeah. Train train master. <laughs> oh, now I'm going to spend all night thinking about what I wanted to call me. Oh, it's me. good. Well, you can change it. Mm. I know, but but still, it's, mm. it's never going to be cool enough. Do you guys use Siri, Siri a lot? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I just got a phone that had it, and it's now, and ha- that has it, it still has it, but like when I'm driving, I'm always making it text people, and she does fuck up a lot because she's a dumb bitch, but, um, which I <laughs> tell her all the time. It's just so fun to like, it's like I get why like men date Asians. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking do this, bitch. <laughs> she's like a secretary, like fingering her. It's great. But, um, but I'm always like, I'm, I always have her text people. I have her call, like, you know, but she does, like, I want, I was going to make fun of you for saying abundant, but I, she couldn't understand what I was saying. So I just, what are you going to say? You were like, parking's abundant. I want to be like, way to use abundant in a fucking text message, bro. Congratulations. <laughs> Nerd. Sorry. I was, he was trying to show up. We, we were all nervous about you being here because we didn't think you were ready. So. You didn't think I was ready for it? <laughs> no, we didn't think we were ready for you. Oh, I thought you were like, yeah. we, we just didn't know if you were ready to do it. And then they sprung. Um, Let's see if she knows the word abundant. <laughs> oh, I know it. I don't know it well. I'll be honest. <laughs> I have not read a book in about 15 years. <laughs> yeah. I mainly use it for, for directions. I'll just be like, directions, the cake store or... Uh, uh, like what time sundown is? Just because I tried to go to Runyon and since it's uh, sunsets Does it earlier. Close when it's... Well, yeah, well, because you can't get a ticket if you come oh, down really? after the sunset. So you I'm just kind of like, ticket? yeah. And oh, your car's towed. Uh, yeah. uh, or or like movie times. I mean, like it's frozen on <laughs> frozen times ArcLight. I thought you were saying at movie times so you can get your card. I got so confused. Yeah, I blended uh, the two stories in my head. No, but it's good. She she does the work for you. Except I hate when she doesn't get it right. It's infuriating. Yeah, it's like a stupid piece of shit. <laughs> what am I paying money for? Well, I broke my last phone. Like I, it was already breaking, but the internet wasn't working, and I was just like. I just stomped it. You ever like have a hissy fit like <laughs> in front of another person and then you have to like play it off like that hissy fit was totally your plan? You're yeah. like, no. So I'm like, my boyfriend's driving my car and I'm like stomping my phone and I'm like, I know in my head that like I'm done with this phone. And, like today is the day I'm getting the new phone, but I'm just fucking crushing it. I'm just stomping I'm like, yeah, peace. Inside the car? Yeah, inside the car. And he's just sitting there and I'm, and I, and I'm like, you know, I cool down. I'm trying to break it. I'm like picking up my iPhone. I'm trying to break it into two. I'm like, all I want is to fucking destroy you. I want to see you fucking crumble, you piece of shit iPhone. And he was, uh, he was just like, you done? You know? And I was like, yeah. And then I had to be like, remember when I stomped that phone? That was the best day of my life. Like to this day, I'm like, I stand by it. But it was really fun and it did work out. I didn't lose any contacts or anything. I used to, when I drank, um, it was the height of the, um, 
razor phone mm-hmm. and i would always wake up with the phone in two pieces like <laughs> waist hammered like in a stranger's house with two pieces of phone and i would always lose all my phone contacts because you Ooh. couldn't like upload them then oh yeah <laughs> do you think these rage issues come from when when you were a child did something yeah. did something happen to you as a child where uh <laughs> well yeah i had some shitting problems i was constipated <laughs> sometimes i well, I think our readers want to hear that story. <laughs> yeah. Readers? What the fuck am I saying? Listeners. Jesus Christ. We, we transcribe every episode. Yeah, wrong medium, out. Kevin. <laughs> it went something like this. Have a seat, Annie. Do you know why you're here? I didn't do anything. <laughs> if I had a nickel. I've been hearing some disturbing things about you, Annie. Word on the playground is you're a poopy pants. No, I'm not. I want to believe that, Annie. I really do. I'd hate to think my school has a smelly poopy pants running freely through the halls. It was Toby, right? He's always calling me that, and he's a dummy. Normally, it'd be your word against Toby's, but I have three additional sources saying you're a no-good smelly poopy pants. But I'm not! They're liars! (sighs) Come on, Annie. You're not making this easy for me. I don't know what to say. Maybe you help me out, and I can help you out. What do you mean? Make this disappear. Sweep it under the rug. No one has to know the truth about you. I don't know. Don't be dumb with me. I want to know who has cooties. Where are the cooties coming from? Tell me who's got them. I ain't a snitch. Attention, students. I have an announcement. I'll tell the whole school right now. All about how you're nothing but a smelly little poopy pants. Is that what you want? No! Imagine all of your friends, everybody knowing you're just a little poopy pants. Please don't! And poor old Miss Crane. What'll she do when she hears that Annie Dobbs, that nice girl who cleans her chalkboard erasers every day after class, is a good-for-nothing dirty poopy pants? It'll break her heart. Is that what you want? No, please, no! Give me names, Annie! Who's got the cooties? Tell me! Okay, okay, I'll talk. Announcement canceled, children. Return to your activities. Well... I heard Susan DeWitt tell Kenny Novak that Shirley Dawson had cooties. And? And Larry Zimmerman has them for sure. He's gross. Okay, okay, Shirley Dawson. Mm-hmm. Larry Zimmerman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that it? That's all I know, I swear. Good. I believe you. Now get out of here. Every day I get a little closer to the source. I'll stop those cooties if it's the last thing I do. It's my job. I'm the principal. Well, no wonder you lashed up being rebellious. So what kind of, like, authority figures yeah, did you like, have growing yeah, up? Yeah, it's like the wire in... Yeah, obviously the guy that was school. crazy. It's like if that was, like, <laughs> like in a, in a movie or a script or something, it would be, like, so crazy. So crazy, unbelievable crazy. Yeah, but yeah. to for in his behalf, uh, you know, Philadelphia is pretty full of cooties. So. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those people? They're dirty. <laughs> Just kidding, New Mexico is. I mean, oh, my God. Was your family into the Eagles or the Flyers? Um, both. Well, my dad worked at um, the University of Pennsylvania, and so he would he was in the he was the treasurer, so he was like in the finance department. So some of the banks that they worked with would owned three had season tickets on like the third row, so uh, they would give them good. out to different people as gifts. So what would happen was he would get three tickets, and he would take um, he would take my twin brother Max and my older brother. I would be weeping at home, even though I didn't give a shit about sports. I just like I remember it so many times. Like, ah, don't you think I wish I was a boy? Like I said it like a million times. And then my mom 
was a tomboy growing up. So I like, first of all, I was raised, I said, I asked my mom that recently. I was like, is it fair to say that you raised me as your third son? And she was like, absolutely. <laughs> um, like I was not, she didn't say I couldn't play with Barbies, but she would go like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get Barbies. So I would like play with them in silence, you know, <laughs> quietly, secretly, like under my bunk bed. And then my mom would come in and I would just make them like fuck or fight each other. <laughs> I'd Mommy, make help me wipe. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But then, um, so then, uh, she was always talking about when she was like growing up in like the 50s and 60s that she always wanted to play baseball, but it wasn't okay for girls to play baseball. So she would like put her hair up in a hat. And she would like go to the park and they'd be like, scram, girl, get out of here, which sounds like I think it was like in a league of their own. And I don't think it really happened. But oh, those are just, <laughs> my mom was adopted. So sometimes things are fabricated. <laughs> but um, just kidding. But she does. She just needs love so much. But um, <laughs> I, I give it to her. I love her. But my mom's the type of person like if a dog like my brother's fiance's dog hates my mom for some reason. And it hurts her. Huh. I'm like, oh, dog, will you just lie? I want to start like hiding bacon in my mom's pocket so the dog likes her. Because she does get hurt. And I'm like, it's because you were adopted. <laughs> See, I, think, I think all dogs are like anyone. Yes, yeah, like, so that's why it's so hurtful. I totally understand that. Not true. They have a thing with my mom. My mom is like the one that would give them all the treats in the whole world. You mm. know, like she's like the lovable one. And like my niece, like my niece is like one and a half. So mm. she's like kind of a piece of shit to all of us. But like. Like, she literally would rather be playing with a twig than, I mean, we're dancing. I'm like literally doing somersaults and singing to her. And she's like, mm-hmm. you know, can't, is over it. But my mom is like wounded by this. I'm like, mom, she's like that with all of us. Well, you know what's funny is like, I went to, uh, for Thanksgiving, my little sister felt it was important that I meet her fiance's family. Um, I did that. It's fun though. I like new people. I, it, 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 it was pleasant. But the thing that about it was, uh, like I was killing it with, with, uh, with like his nieces and nephews. Like they, they all loved me and thought I was, uh, yeah. and thought I was funny. It's your simple mind. But yes. <laughs> no, but, but the thing is like, I would say jokes and then they would laugh. But then like with my, with my, my sisters, like they would say something, you know, like in regards to the government or whatever. And I'd be like, Oh, fuck them. They're just poor people. Who cares about them anyway? As a joke. And be like, that's no way to think about it, you know, to talk about. It. I'm like, what? Everybody else knew I was kidding. But anyway, you're like, go to card. you're like, spend one hour in San Diego and you will be on my side. <laughs> but then it only made me like hate my cousin's kids that much more because every year I see them for Christmas and it takes them forever to warm up to me again. Yeah. Like they hadn't seen me like every year for the last 20 you years. You know what I think it is? I think there's something weird. And it was, it was the same thing that happened when I would go back to the nursery school to visit the kids. Like, if they remember you, but they can't, it's like they're not as, um, you're a stranger, but you're familiar at the same time. It scares them. It's more scary to them than an, an actual true stranger, I think. Ooh, yeah. Cause they're like trying to figure out where, I remember one girl, like this little girl, Emma, who was like one of my favorite nursery school kids. And I came back and she would see me and she would just like freak out and like start like banging her head against the wall. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> chill bitch but it was like i think it was just because she couldn't she was like dealing with like mixed emotions like she was like i don't know what you are i remember you sort of or she was possessed by a demon yeah or i'm a i was a terrible teacher no because because they're 16 18 and 20 now so it's just like oh my god you're so old (laughs) oh you mean warm up to you like like they want to be cool no they don't give a shit they don't give a shit but then at the end of the at the end of the holiday weekend then they'll be like oh yeah you're funny and nice well after they've had a few drinks and they're like no they don't drink they're kids no they definitely they drink. They're like 15, 16. Yeah, yeah, that's they're why they like it at around. the end of the night because they're sneaking booze in the Who bathroom. wants to hang out with teenagers anyway? I'm like, I'm fine with it. Like, teenagers being pieces of shit, I'm like, good, be a piece of shit because I'm not going to be hanging out yeah, with you. Yeah, but if the teenagers like you, though, it's such a like, oh, I'm cool. The teenagers well, like me. All I've recently um, found out that this, several of the children, I don't want to say several, it was the same family, but 
I babysat these kids and they're like on meth and in jail and shit. And I, w- I was talking to the one girl and I was like, uh, is this like my fault? And she was like, you had a part. She was like, you definitely had a part. So I, was like, Let I was like, I'm cool. I was a juvenile delinquent. Let's do whatever you want. I'm like, don't grow out of it. But then they're like still doing meth. I'm like, oh, now you're in prison. My bad. Were you telling stories about like, oh, meth is the best drug when you get no, older? No, I never did meth, shockingly. Um, so that's the only one. That's why I got all my teeth. That's what, that's what you're like. You should have been doing PCP or what was it? Yeah. <laughs> Formaldehyde um, weed. Yeah. Wet. Or wet. wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, you could just hear your brain squeaking. You're like, why is it squeaking? Oh, that's it um, right now. But so my mom, back to my mom, like she was like, you know, I put my hand. So then my mom was the president of the Little League, Old York Road Little League, and she coached a team. So I had to join the boys' baseball team, obviously, because my mom was saying how, like, it wasn't fair when she was a kid and girls couldn't do it. Like, my whole life was like a setup mm-hmm. to me joining my mom's baseball team. Mm-hmm. So I joined the team with my twin brother. I'm the only girl in the league, and my mother trades me to another team. What? <laughs> Can you trade in the league? No, it's against the rules. But guess what? That bitch was the fucking director of the whole league, so she fucking pulled some strings, and she traded me. And she's like, oh, I thought it'd be good for you. And I was like, I just, I completely blacked this out. And then a kid, when MySpace got big, some kid from middle school was like, remember when you cry all the time because your mom traded you? And I was like, oh, that bitch traded me. That's fucked up. That's why yeah. I haven't had a healthy relationship in forever. Ah. Because <laughs> what was her goal in that? Uh, yeah, I'm wondering why. She my twin brother. You to new well, why would thought, she trade you? She thought I was was too like emotional. Like if I was around her, I would be too like needy or. Whatever. Uh. But no, it was just my nature. <laughs> but she got it when I started doing drugs and sneaking out at night. <laughs> you got your space, bitch. Yeah. The time you were asleep, I was never in the house. I was in the city smoking blunts with strangers. This one, I remember this like, um, there was this group of guys that we met at this mall. Me and my friend Mickey, we met these guys at an outdoor mall and like at the Roosevelt Mall, which was like the worst mall in Philly, just like so disgusting and white trash. And we met these like losers and we all had pagers and they would like page us. Um, in the middle of the night and, or we would page them and when they call back, we'd be on movie phone. So they couldn't, so it would just go to call waiting and it wouldn't ring in the house. Uh-huh. And so these guys would come pick us up. We'd sneak out. We'd like climb out windows, like scale walls, like climb down trees and stuff. Ooh. Just dress like whores, you know, <laughs> total slots. I had the lip liner and stuff and the hoop earrings. Uh, wow. Um, and they would pick us up and they, this one group of guys picked us up and took us into the city and we went swimming in this house. We went through the window into this house and we were like swimming in the pool and smoking blunts and drinking 40s. We're 14. We lied and said we were 16. Like that mattered. And then we went <laughs> and we were climbing out of the house, the window. And I was like, why are we climbing out the window? And they're like, oh, none of us live here. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. And then I'm like making out with this guy, Shane, and everything. And then, um, you know, they drop us off. And I think Mickey's parents caught us that time. I mean, we always were in trouble, but... All that happened was she would blame me and then I would be banned from being friends with her. And my parents would just be like, we want to ground you, but we don't know how to put up boundaries. And um, (laughs) so then um, I stayed at my friend Liz's house one night and they were going to come pick me up because Liz had a basement apartment or a basement room. So I could just leave and had its own entrance. So Mickey had been there earlier and she's like, we're going to come by with these same guys with that guy Shane I've been hooking up with and, and the guy she was dating or hooking up with. And so they came, but they went to the wrong door and they got picked up for burglary. Uh-huh. So they got arrested. And it turns out Shane, my dude, was wanted for homicide. Holy <laughs> shit. How old was he? Mm, like 20. 
Oh, okay. What, what, what was he ethnicity-wise? He was white. I liked wiggers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not made word. of stone. I still like him. My boyfriend, I like knew I loved my boyfriend when he was like, babe, I'm about to bust a nut. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> he like, used to smoke Newports. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> you were involved in a drive-by? Let's get married. Annie, <laughs> mm. uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. How can, how can your fans find you? Um, um, Annie Letterman, A, A, and, and it's hard. Uh, I'm at Annie Letterman, and that's, it's like David Letterman, but one D, no T's. I usually point at my tits and then down at my dick. No T's, one D, because I have no tits, and I do have a dick. Um, just like duct tape guy at the go go dancing place. But, um, no, so it's Annie Letterman, L E D E R M A N, um, on Twitter and on Instagram. Instagram is honestly my favorite. Cool. Mm. Facebook, um, it's a uh, backslash or regular slash Annie Leds L E D Z is Ooh. my fan page, and don't try to get me on my real page because it's already been infiltrated and ruined, and now I hate Facebook. Too many people are talking about how they want to jizz on my glasses in front of my family. <laughs> I'm like, that is for my fan page. That's for my fan page. Write it on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie Letterman. And then stick around, everybody. We're about to have the Ford wrap up. Wahoo! Yeehaw! That's his jizz. <laughs>
There almost doesn't seem a reason to download anymore, though, because, like... Because of Netflix? Well, yeah, because there's... Not everything's on there. You're happy with the selection on Netflix? Well, I mean, enough to satisfy my, my, you know, killer rages. But you have have a wife and a dog to take you away from movie time. I have nothing to take me away from movie time. I guess, but I mean, still, there's enough on Netflix. Like, you know, I could retire and probably watch Netflix, you know? Are you crazy? Don't you get pissed when you... Yes, he is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I thought it was rhetorical, but it wasn't. <laughs> you're right, Ed. Um, yeah, no, I'm, wait, I'm wait. not arguing. But don't you get mad when you try to find stuff on Netflix and it ain't there? And you're like, God yeah, damn sure. It. But then I just go to like HBO and I find it there. HBO like, Go? Well, I have the uh, the Direct TV Genie thing, and you can like record movies. I want to watch shit. Mr. Popper's Penguins right now. <laughs> we're talking about Netflix. We're not talking about Netflix and other stuff. I just mean between Netflix, between oh. uh, the Genie, like Direct TV. Uh, between the Xbox, shit, so between paying, for I can movies. usually find like any movie for free. I mean, so you're saying on on cable? Yeah, I mean, I can't see the the latest movies. Well, you know, it's not for free, right? Because you're paying for it. Well, yes, but <laughs> you're still. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but you still get like a lot of the. What do you think your your bill is a month for cable and and Netflix? Uh between everything, um, it's probably about. Well, like 120 bucks. Yeah, you know how much I pay for entertainment? Huh? Nothing. <laughs> you don't, you don't even you have Netflix though, right? What? You have Netflix though, right? I have a Netflix from uh password from uh from someone and then I have a Hulu uh password from a friend of a friend uh-huh. and then I have my sister's HBO go. <laughs> and there's nothing on there. It's still a rip off. What? Because of the selection. What? You still feel like you're getting ripped HBO off. HBO go? Cuz there's stuff you can't find. On HBO go? Well, I mean, there's a lot of good no, stuff. No, just on, on everything. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like there should be a service where it's only like four bucks mm-hmm. a month and, yeah. and it just allows you to click through the things because that's what I find I do. I end up spending so much time clicking, you know, seeing what they have and then not watching anything. That's true. I've done that plenty, plenty of times. <laughs> it's like before long, it's like too late to watch a movie. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I've been scrolling for like an hour. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that's a good service. I would pay two bucks a month to just. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I kind of I kind of like just reading plot synopses of, of, of movies. Like when I used to work at a video store, I would just go through the catalog and I would just read like movie plot lines. Yeah, like in a library. Yeah. I like premises. I like yeah. reading premises. I don't need to know what happens. I just like to hear, like, sure. A snowman and a detective team up. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And I go on to the next <laughs> one. <laughs> Jack Frost 2. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a funny thing. Jack Frost, <clears throat> Jack Frost is two different movies. Like one is a horror movie. Yep. Where it's a snowman with a, with a hologram cover. Yeah, that like kills people. Yeah, but uh, there's another Jack Frost. That's Michael like Keaton. a total, like yeah, just Michael Keaton. Where's like, a family man? Family he, man type thing. Yeah, and he wants to murder the new husband. Yeah, so it's kind of weird that they would name the two movies the same thing, right? I think one's called like the they're both evil. called Jack Frost. Nothing, nothing, nothing different. No, no, Jack Frost. The horror movie is Jack Frost. There was even a very interesting uh, death scene where uh, Jack Frost was killing someone uh-huh. with like around a Christmas tree or something. And he was actually dancing to Hawaiian music. It was really, really funny. Was the Makaniki Maka the way to say? I, I don't know if it was that, but it was, it was something, you know. Like, what other Christmas Hawaiian songs are there? Well, I don't know. But I mean, just saying. Like, <laughs> that's, got, that's the only one. If you ever saw the movie, like, I laughed. I, I, I think I chortled for like two minutes watching it. If I was writing Jack Frost or directing the movie, I'd have a scene where he takes off his nose and stabs somebody in the eye. That's like a, that's a thing from like a, like a comic book. Where yeah. I think he where did Frosty do that the in the movie though takes too. Off his nose and no, there was, there was like some like gumshoe, and his thing was instead of smoking cigarettes, he would like chew oh, carrots. Uh, in uh, 
Yeah, Clive Owen in uh, Shoot 'Em Up. Yeah. He, he eats carrots and he uses one carrot to, to stab somebody through the back of his throat, through oh, the yeah. mouth. Oh, because I heard of something that was just like, carrots are bad for your eyes or something like that. <laughs> oh, but no, it wasn't through the eye. I mean, you might be thinking of Die Actually, Hard carrots are good for your when eyes. John McClane yeah. stabs the guy with the icicle through the eye. Yeah. And he goes, carrots are bad for your eyes. It didn't make sense at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I remember. No, he said, look, it's an icicle. Get it? Get it? Oh. <laughs> he did say something. I can't remember what he said. But uh, yeah, so I'm, it didn't change my, uh, basically just now I, I, uh, I, I have a site that I go to for TV. So I've just been trying to use that more and try to, trying to avoid stealing movies. Are you going to try to push it with the company? With oh, like, like fight them, you mean? No, nah, I mean, just uh, keep doing it. Well, keep doing it, yeah. See what but, they do. But, but I don't do it as much. Yeah. But I did just download Hunger Games Catching Fire yesterday, and, w- and I watched that. You're so, a fan so of that the was Hunger illegal. Games? No, I just... I thought I was that was a, kind of like a little girl's movie. Well, well, Why are you being so uh, judgmental? Well, I'm just saying. I just thought it was kind well, of a little no, girl's it's, movie. No, it's based on young adult fiction, like Twilight. Yeah. He's, yeah. Right, he's right to assume yeah. that it's for little kids. Yeah. Why but, are you being so uh, it's for, it's for young adults? Because I enjoyed seeing Jennifer Lawrence's bottom running around and you know, so you saw it, you liked it. She's she's not sexy in those movies at all. They they it seems like they they make a conscious decision not to heighten her her looks at all. She just looks like a some backwoods hillbilly <laughs> woman. That could be sexy. What though, depending the on the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> she looks very she she looks deglamorized in those. Uh, okay, but you did so, so you did watch it. Yeah, I did. I, well, I, I did think it was very funny that someone named Pita was killing monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty funny. I, yeah. like that. <laughs> I haven't even seen any of them, so I have no idea. The, there's a boy named Pita. Yeah, and he, but they yeah, yeah killing monkeys for and food he, or uh, for defense for defense. Oh, the monkeys he, the monkeys were uh, evil. Uh. You'll understand when you don't see it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't like the first one. And well, then, so you guys watch, like the Hunger Games, right? Do you like the Twilight series too? You guys watch that? I don't, I don't, I don't see like Moody. Watch, Moody. I, don't, uh, I only watched the first one. And M- Moody teenage vampires. I mean, well, I no, I didn't see. I, I have no excuse because I didn't see him. Yeah, because I would figure that they fall in the same category, like Hunger Games. Well, no, Hunger Games Twilight. is more like like sci-fi, like uh, dystopian, you know, like social message about the apocalypse and all that. Right. There's like more. There's like politics and 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 themes going on yeah. about freedom. Twilight's all about just like high school romance and made up shit. About well, it's moody teenagers. Exactly. Yeah. And vampires. And then like a bunch of made up shit. Yeah. But that's why I wanted to see Hunger Games too. Cause people said, cause the reviews I read said that they hit the, the political satire harder. Well, see, the than good the, thing is like, we watch these types of movies. So when we hit on these young adults on, on the internet, <laughs> like we're like, Oh, uh, we have something to talk about. Yeah. You won't, do you, do you like, Oh my god! What do you, like you think alcohol? about the, when Peter had to kill the monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> is well, that me? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to the Fort Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at the Fortcast or me at Ed Galvez uh, or Mike Constantini at Mike Constantini uh, or at Kevin Ford at Kevin Ford underscore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look for me in Seattle in February. Bye. EdGalvez.net. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. 
For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.